Yo, what's up, ladies and gentlemen? This is Scott Bain in Japan, and I'm Johnny. And I'm Shank. That's right, and as you fine folks know, Got Fit in Japan is about two dudes, booze. Japan and the news. That's right, and this is episode... 198. 198. Yeah. Oh. Creeping, creeping. Dude, mm. 198 times of this, dude. Yep, and every time it feels like it's the first one. I feel like I'm popping my cherry every week. You feel like a virgin every week you're with me, Johnny? Yeah, dude, I'm constantly getting felt up, dude. It's awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Even over the inner tubes, you're feeling a little dirty. You know, I think everybody that's ever been on the internet, I don't care how old they are, they've definitely feel a little bit dirty because everybody's gone into some fucking, like, really fucked up, creepy website and shit, especially when the internet was young and shit, like, fucking, what, steak and cheese and shit. Rotten.com. Rotten.com, there you go. And seeing some really pretty fucked up shit, like, where you just weren't right for a couple of days and shit, and you're just like, you know, oh. you know how it all begins, is you're over at somebody's house or somebody of a buddy's house, you're drinking beers, and someone's like... Oh, check out this shit I just saw on the internet. You're like, on the what? And then you go over to their computer. Of course, you know what the internet is. But you go over to their computer, and they play, like, a video of, like, five pool balls coming out of a fucking girl's butt or something. Oh, dude. Man, you're into some weird shit up there. Dude, fucking <laughs> no, man. Like, I, I was friends with, uh, I went to college and stuff, and one of my uh, old roommates was, uh, he was into, like, weirdo witchcraft kind of shit or whatever. Witchcraft, yeah, into like human sacrifice and like uh, pentagrams and shit. Yeah, totally. Actually, he did have a human skull, which is pretty freaky. But um, anyway, we're at his kind of girlfriend's house at the time and shit, and fucking like they're watching all this weird stuff on the internet and shit. And I walked in right as they're like watching some guy get his head chopped off, dude. And once (sighs) I saw that, dude, I was just like, like like fucking uh, Iraqi beheading videos and shit like that. This one was. I think a Russian soldier getting his head chopped off by somebody, but it was like, oh, dude, it was with a Bowie knife, like a Rambo knife, dude. It was so oh, bad, dude. Once I saw that, I dude, then like, like I didn't see or hear of anybody getting like their heads chopped off on the internet for years until like you know, like uh, then once like America invaded well, you know, Iraq and shit. Faces of death back in the day. Remember faces of death? Oh like, yeah, 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 yeah. Everyone saw those, you know, when you were a kid and stuff. And there's snuff videos, right? Pretty much, yeah. I, I can't believe I, that that was legal. Yeah, dude, I, I fucking quit watching after that Faces of Death shit when I was in high school, dude. I quit watching that shit, man. Don't watch it, but you know you always pop up at someone's house and like, you're, like you did at your buddy's house watching a beheading video. Oh, and dude. it's like, I can't get into those snuff films, man. Not at all, dude. Yeah, dude, like that shit is just fucking, oh, man, so horrific. Because it's fucking like, it's nothing like it is in like the fucking movies and shit. You watch the movies and you're like, yeah. And all of a sudden it's real life, you're like, ooh, no. dirty. There's two that I remember specifically from the Faces of Death series. One was the woman being hit by a train. She's just like spacing out, walking, and just gets fucking liquefied. Mm. And that one's stuck in my brain. And then there was one more, which was a dual camera shot of a dipshit at Yellowstone National Park feeding a bear and getting his face bit off and his arm, arm torn off and shit. Like, uh, yeah, yeah, it's pretty vicious, man. And, like, he's, like, filming while he's doing it, and then the camera goes, like, black, and then it goes over to the second view, which was, like, another tourist filming the guy filming the bear. And it's just, like, kids, the guy's... Kids, kids, get in the shot, get in the shot. Yeah, come on, kids, come on, come on, here. All right, hold the camera, watch Daddy, watch Daddy, watch Daddy. Okay, I'm gonna get... I get I just don't look him in the eyes. Play dead. Okay, all right, here we go. The kids got one of those, like, old Disney, like, wind-up cameras that they're filming with. <laughs> Dude, wait, did he survive? No, no, dude. So the bear bites his face off. And I mean, by face off, I mean, like, 
I think, bit his head in half and took its face off. And then the bear just kind of, like, nonchalantly grabs his arm and just tore it off. Oh, just man. tore it off, and then his dead corpse fell to the ground. Just done. Done. That's why you don't fuck around with the bear, man. Dude, you so never fuck around with the bear. I know, I know, like, I know fucking Yogi Bear is pretty, and fucking, uh, what's his partner's <laughs> hey, name? Hey, What was his name? Boo-boo. Uh, boo-boo. Hey, boo-boo. Yeah, Yogi and Boo-boo. They're fucking cute, especially when Yogi's eating a fucking ham sandwich and Boo-boo's like, we gotta get out of here. Something like that. That's really cute, but they will fucking bite your face off, dude. Oh, yeah, yeah, totally vicious. Yeah, getting your face bitten off is not good, dude. I mean, facial reconstruction surgery is at an all-time high right now. I mean, you could do a lot of fucking cool shit with that stuff. But, dude, if the face whole face is gone, I mean, ugh. Yeah, what are you going to do? You can't even... You're going to look worse than that monkey woman. Remember the chick with the pet monkey that bit her face off? Oh, yeah, no, bit her friend's face off. Oh, yeah, her Oh, no, it face ripped off. it off. Because it got jealous, right? It got jealous of her, of her friend coming mm. over and, like, hanging out or whatever. Maybe they're lesbians, and they got really <laughs> jealous. Sistering and the monkey was just fucking... It's like, I ain't getting any of this shit. Well, fuck you. Face be gone. Yeah, man. Shit, dude. Mm. Dude, you know what? Fuck what? those monkeys, dude. I heard that Stagio Ghibli went under, man. Oh, yeah, dude. That's pretty Almost fucked up. Stagio Ghibli. I mean, it didn't go under, but they're retiring the name, dude. You know what? Okay, the last couple of movies... Spirited Away was pretty good, but the one after that, that the Ponyo, the Ponyo, 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 Ponyo. Ponyo was, yeah. yeah, that movie yeah. sucked, dude. So maybe they're just like, you know what? We've done all the good movies. We're ready What's- to step back. What's well, you know, uh, Hayao, he he left, right? He retired what last year, two year, two years ago, or last year. Oh no, shit! He retired from Ghibli, so like he's like like Miyazaki's out, right? He's totally out. And I remember in some interviews before he went out mm-hmm. that he was saying like stu- Studio Ghibli, it's just a name, it's just like it's just like the function that like the art goes through or whatever it is. <laughs> he's like, and then- it's just me and then a bunch of assholes. <laughs> Without me, you ain't got shit. (laughs) Well, you know, yeah, yeah. So, like, at any rate, he kind of, I mean, the name is, like, super popular in the West. If you, like, say Studio Ghibli, you think, like, of, like, like My Neighbor Totoro or, like, yeah, Spirited Away, Mm -hmm. uh, Princess Mononoke Hime. Graveyard of the Graveyard of the Fireflies, that's it. Yeah, Graveyard of the Fireflies. You think about all this mm. stuff, right? Mm-hmm. But the name's gone now, man. What are they going to do about the Ghibli Museum? You've been down there, right? Yeah, I was down there uh, for my birthday like five years, six years ago or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Are they going to have to change the name? Is it still going to be the Ghibli Museum? No, it's always going to be. It's going to be like Disneyland and Disney World. They're just going to keep the name and shit and just get people in there. But then again, that museums, it's okay. It's like kind of like they could have done so much better. With it, yeah, you know? I heard it's pretty small. Yeah. And I heard that the pizza there is really expensive, but they have awesome pizza. Oh, I didn't have the pizza. Yeah, I heard it's pretty fucking good, but eh, a bit expensive because it's a tourist trap, right? Not a tourist trap, let me say. It's like supposed to be a kind of a theme park, like art gallery, you know? Yeah, it's more of a gallery. It's kind of an experience. I mean, if you come to Japan, you got to do it and stuff. You know, it's like one of those things, you know? You go to Paris, you see the Eiffel Tower, blah, blah, blah. You know, this Come is definitely... Japan, you see Sky Tree and the Ghibli Museum. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's about it, right? But, um, yeah, you know, it's okay, but they're definitely going to keep the name. You know what? Maybe because maybe this guy was like a fucking asshole and shit, and he had all these rules and shit. So maybe now that he's stepping down and he's gone and shit, maybe fucking that place turns into a fucking party palace, dude. What if they start selling, like, beers and shit like that and stuff, start playing, like, all sorts of, like, really awesome movies and shit? Like, even though his they, movies they, were they pretty do awesome, a but... Show. 
Dude, it's like my neighbor Totoro's laser light show to Pink Floyd. Oh, dude, they totally could, man. I mean, I mean, if he doesn't have any like like calling and stuff, I mean, they could do anything they want, you know. Uh, hypothetically, yes. I don't know how much of a shareholder he is in the company, though. He oh. might be like a heavy shareholder, right? Because is, you know, it was built on his name, you know. Mm. Oh, dude, that'd be awesome. They turn into like some kind of like a weirdo sex palace and shit, and his name's just tarnished and ruined. <laughs> they just turn into a sex museum, like that one in like uh, Atami down by the beach that I, I told you about. The fucking sex museum, man. Oh, sex museum. Very epic, dude. Um, yeah, I heard the last movie you did, Kagure. I forget the name of it. It was something like Kagure or something like that. I don't know the English title. I heard it did shit, though. No, no, no. His last two movies, like, totally bombed. I mean, they tried to do good with Poingo, and they gave it a lot of promotion, a lot of advertising. But, like, fucking everybody that saw it was just like, ah, it's a little bit too much of a kid's movie. Like, it would be good for, like, your kid, like, like in about two years or something. But yeah, for anybody that's like a hardcore like anime fan, they're just like, oh, I don't know. Yeah, I'm I don't know. Like, <laughs> people want, I, I feel like people want interesting and exciting or ultra cute, you mm-hmm. know? They don't want like this weird mix of in between, you know? No. Like, My Neighbor Totoro is like super cute, dude. It was just like a super fucking cute mu- movie. And then like Princess Mononoke was like super action packed and like uh, Spirited Away was like weird and trippy and stuff. All these like weird characters and and uh you you can't kind of go in between you know no no there is no gray area (laughs) Uh, dude Mm. you know what what's up dude i'm starting to get pie-eyed and we need to get into the fucking news dude oh shit speaking of pie-eyed i'm gonna get another beer okay so listen i'm gonna do scissors you win i'm gonna get a beer and um yeah we'll go from there cool all right and scissors oh i lose oh going to the kitchen Dude, just this week just this week homie all right i got a new story for you fine folks uh warning issued after consumers sustained major burns from using coolant skin sprays so if you, I don't know, to, to be honest, I don't know in the states if you have coolant skin sprays or not because I haven't been back there so you know for a while. And when I am back there, I usually don't go to the drugstore looking for coolant skin sprays. But in Japan, the major brand is uh, Salon Pass. I don't know why they call it Salon Pass. It doesn't feel like you're in a salon at all. It's not a free pass. You pay for that shit. But it's called Salon Pass, and it's like this kind of like icy spray. It's like uh, like Bengay is a heat fucking cream. This is an icy spray. It's like icy hot, but no hot. Yeah, yeah. Do they do they have those sprays in the states? Sprays? In, no, they gotta have those kind of sprays in the it's states not nowadays, man. You know they have Nissans and Toyotas. They might as well have the cooling skin spray. Can't go wrong with a spray. Or yeah, can yeah. you? To be honest with you, dude. Like when I like there was this this period where like I kind of didn't skateboard for a while, and then I kind of got back into it. And I was so fucking out of shape. I'd go skate for like an hour and my legs would be so sore. Or I'd go skate and the next day I would be fucking wrecked. And I used to use this shit all the time, dude. The salon pass, man. Wait, wait, why did you use it if your legs are all wrecked and shit? Because like if you're all sore and stuff, you spray the icy the icy spray on oh, your Oh, it's for the like, muscles. It cools the muscles down. It okay, the gotcha. Down, right? Okay. So then it then kinda gives you like an extra little bit of burst of energy. Mm. Or it kinda cools you down when you're just like fucking sweating bullets and hot in this 
crazy mad heat we got right now, right? Dude, mud butt, dude. Oh, dude, it's like <laughs> a mud butt circus in my house. Dude, I fucking went out on the train. I went from, like, my place to Shibuya. Actually, through Shibuya. Like, going over towards, like, the Todai campus. Mm-hmm. And uh, I fucking... I fucking took the train. I took a shower. Mm-hmm. Got on the train. Mm-hmm. Got off the shower, and I looked like I just took a fucking shower, man. Dude, see, you gotta have like an extra set of clothes and shit in your bag, dude. I gotta do that sometimes, and chicks. I'm riding a bike everywhere I go. I still oh, if I, you I hate the fucking bike, trains. That's. I mean, you. If you were wearing speedos, you would still have to change them because oh, they would. They would just be sopping fucking wet, dude. Oh, dude, Speedos, man. Oh, those are so bad, but they felt so good. <laughs> just so tight along my legs. <laughs> I was just like, I was at the pool the other day, and we were, we were checking out some old dudes. In, I mean, as you do, checking out old dudes in Speedos. And I was, we, were, we were talking about, like, are you either a Speedo guy or, like, a board short guy? Like a shorts guy, you know? Are you just born a Speedo guy, or do you just wear Speedos sometimes? Like, you're feeling, like, a little thick today, so you're like, I'll rock the Speedo, you know? Like, I don't think so. I think that you're either a Speedo guy or a shorts dude. All right, listen. If you're not in the Olympics, fuck you, dude. Don't wear Speedos, man. That's the way I see it, because fucking the guys in the Olympics need to wear Speedos, and fucking, like, anybody else, dude, it's fucking, like, it's like a fashion crime, dude, if there is such thing, dude. Because fucking... Dude, nobody wants to see your little dick and balls and shit in the fucking pool. Especially a bunch of little kids are like pointing, like, "Daddy, Daddy, what, what the fuck is that and stuff?" It's so small. I'm like, yeah, yeah, sorry, it's some guy. Yeah, it's all, all fucked up. And all those dudes are habitual tanners, right? So they'll be like laying on the ground by the pool, you know, legs spread, fucking banana hammock out for everyone to see. Dude, I don't need to see that shit, dude. Oh I'm shit, maybe to... it's a swingers thing. Maybe that's kind of like the advertisement. Like if you were, maybe we don't know this because we're both married and shit. Like maybe if you got like a speedo, you walk around at fucking like the park and shit and stuff, and you lay down and stuff. People are like, oh yeah, that's a swinger and shit like that. All right, okay, here's my phone like... number. Yeah, or some shit. Maybe that's how it rocks. <laughs> it's like <laughs> it's like the park version of like tapping a dude's foot between stalls in a fucking public toilet. <laughs> it's visual instead of audio. That's how it is, man. Oh, dude, man, yeah. So, well, what the hell was I talking about? Okay, cool and spray. The Consumer Affairs Agency has issued a warning to consumers to be careful when using topical coolant skin sprays after a number of cases in which people sustained serious burns after the spray ignited. Mm. According to the agency, since April of 2009, more than 100 cases in which spray cans exploded and burned individuals have been reported. Oh. The agency posted a video in which a mannequin wearing a shirt was sprayed next to someone holding a small match, walked near the mannequin, and suddenly like burst into flames, right? Oh. Um, in one incident on July 20th in Osaka, a man applied some spray while inside his car. You know, like as you do when you're jerking yeah, off. You, you go, you, you know, you park in a parking lot. You're jerking off. It's all hot. You know, it's summer. It's July, dude. Mm. You're breaking a sweat. You pull out your coolant spray. You're like the muscles in your arm are just burning, just burning, dude. Oh. Burning. You're like, and you try to switch arms, do the over under, dude. It's like you got to spray it on. Well, after that, he decided to light to light a lighter which suddenly ignited the volatile chemical. Police said the man was severely burned. Oh, Johnny, where shit. do you think he was burnt? 
Um, let's see. So if he spring the stuff in his crotch for lubricant, like for awesome lubricant, and then afterwards, after he ejaculates and shit, he's gonna smoke a cigarette, dude. He's got fucking rock crotch for the rest of his life, dude. Fucking he's got rocket a fucking style. Fiery Zelda sword in his fucking hand, running around a goddamn parking lot with a dick on fire. <laughs> do, they, do you think they call him Rocket Man after that? Rocket Man. <laughs> oh, dude, that's uh, fucked dude. up. Icy Hot has a no. They should probably call this product Icy Hot now. Dude, <laughs> yeah, first it was icy, then it got hot. Oh, shit, dude. dude that's um, another video was also posted by the agency showing what can happen if cans of coolant spray are left on the dashboard of a car. And, of course, cars get hot, you know. Like, we know, cars get so hot, they kill babies while women play pachinko. Yeah, as dude, we talked about last week. Every year. Every fucking year, dude. So you're not going to leave a can of compressed... Dude... Johnny, mm. you were living in Michigan, right? Yeah. So during the nineties, bitches had crazy fucking hairspray bangs, right? Oh, the Ipsy Claw. Yeah, I dude. I wonder how many young women died at the hands of Aquanet inside of a car on the way to a date because of the Ipsy Claw. Dude, I don't know, man. That Ipsy Claw thing was dangerous in the first place, dude, for like anything like like fucking BJ's tossing the salad and shit. Like, dudes get fucking, like, scars and shit. Because that shit was hard as fuck, dude. Fucking, I don't know Just what kind of fucking... over you. Oh, God, dude. People that... I think it was an S&M thing. You know, the, the chicks got those fucking, like, like Ipsy Claws. Like, the bangs so fucking big. Some of them were actually kind of artistic. I mean, it, it looked like almost like Alien would took a shit out of their fucking forehead, like dude. H.R. Geiger drew it on their fucking forehead. Dude, it was fucking bizarre, man. The 90s were fucking no good for fashion, dude. Well, dude, I don't know. Put someone's eye out with that, man. Very mm. dangerous, dude. Very dangerous. No, but to answer your question, I'm sure a few of us are down, you know, down in the ground because of that fucking shit, dude. Because that shit was fucking flammable as fucking, it, I guess, toxic, dude. It was fucking How crazy. many? I mean, think about all the fumes all of us dudes are huffing, dude. Wait, you mean all the that gasoline or something? All that hairspray, dude, flying around, dude. It can't be good for your lungs, man. Oh. It's like blue. You think it's better than smoking or what? Um, I think it gets you more high if you spray it into a bag than smoking. Oh yeah, that's. Mm, I don't know. I've never tried the tried tried the smokes. Oh, huffing that shit, oh, <laughs> dude! <laughs> I only thought people in Alaska did that shit. <laughs> oh shit, man! So at any rate, if you if you have any cooling skin sprays at home, guys, be careful. Don't leave them on the dash of your car. Blow up fucking fragments in your face. You know, you'll look like a goddamn like. Like you just uh, what, what do they call this roadside? Freddy Krueger. <laughs> Freddy Krueger. You look like Freddy Krueger, man. And uh, yeah, don't smoke and uh, spray yourself with it. Speaking of smoking, I got a story. Okay, now, all right, Sean, you've rode on an airplane before, and you've rode uh, from like the United States to Japan and shit. And how long yeah, is that flight, on, by the I've way? On an, I have a routine, man. A routine. I've what got is, a routine. What is this I, routine? I, I, no, I just have like a basic, it's a very basic routine, right? You know, you get on the plane, you get situated, you order a beer, you get that beer, right? And then mm-hmm. when you're halfway through that beer, you get one of those like little airplane, like uh, they usually have like JD, Jim Beam, or uh, maybe if you're lucky, something a little, um, little Maker's Mark. Oh, a mini bottle, yeah. Maker's Mark if you can, of course, right? Mm. Then you pound that back, and then if you get one more beer, the fucking, that fucking goddamn flight attendant will give you the fucking eye, right? Mm-hmm. So you get that third drink and they kind of give you the side eye, like, should I give it to you? But they give it to you. Mm-hmm. Then you're cool. You just go to sleep. 
they usually don't cut you off unless you're being an asshole and shit. And the thing is, like, now these days and stuff, like, I mean, you can bring, like, all those little mini bottles and stuff on the plane. You can bring as many as you want and stuff, as long as they're smaller than, I think, 2.5 ounces. 2.5 ounces. I don't quote me on that, but I think it's, like, 2 ounces or 2.5 ounces. But those little sm- small little mini, like, like uh, Jack Daniels or whiskeys or whatever and shit like that, you can bring a whole fucking bag of those on the fucking plane and shit, dude. No problem. So... As long as they're sealed. Speaking, if some, I, I have a feeling, Johnny, when you go through airport security, someone's going to at least fucking like pull you aside and be like, dude, make sure there's not gasoline in those. Drink one. Or something. <laughs> and I would say no problem. <laughs> Absolutely no problem. So, okay, my story took place in Tokyo. Okay, man arrested after jumping from aircraft at Narita Airport. Now, dude, you do not want to fuck around with airplanes these days because fucking they're just big trouble, dude. If you fuck around on an airplane, you're fucking done, dude. There's no way you're going to ever fly again. And this motherfucker, I think he wanted to fly, and it didn't go well for this guy. Yeah, no fly list, no fly list, man. Dude, what if you get a no-fly list and you're living in Japan, but you're an American or like maybe well, like a British guy or something? That's what like that. happens to like people in America. Like think, think like you're just like some like Pakistani dude that mm. came to America and you work, maybe do a job, maybe you work at fucking IT job, or maybe you're a fucking a rich ass dude who works at Google. Who fucking knows, you know? Mm-hmm. And then uh, you come over, you have to go back every year, visit your family, you know, send some money home. Mm-hmm. You get fucking red flag because you're sending money home. They're like, who is he sending money home to? Next thing you know, you're on a no-fly list. You can't even go home and visit your family, dude. You'd be stuck in America, huh? You'd be stuck, dude. You'd be stuck. Just think if it was the other way around. You go back to the States like twice a year, man. Yeah, well, yeah, about that. Yeah, yeah, dude. You wouldn't be able to just suddenly if you couldn't go back. Oh, if I couldn't go back? Oh. Where would you go? Where would you go for, like, your vacations? I know, on your dude, vacations, Dude, well, if you, you can't fly go. to the States, that means you can't fly anywhere, dude. I'd be fucked. Dude, where are you going to... You're going to have to fucking go to Australia and drink Fosters with those motherfuckers. Hey, dude, Australians know how to drink, man. That would not be a bad thing. In fact, I'd be fucking... Oh, dude, drink Fosters with Australians? I'm down, dude. Fucking Australians... Dude, those guys drink like a motherfucker, dude. Drink with Australians is a good thing. If you, anybody has the opportunity to do it, fucking do it. Hang out at an embassy. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, Australians drink like you, Johnny, but like fortunately for them, they're, they're double your size. Mm. It's, like two, it's like if you had one of you on your shoulders, that's the average Australian. Why so you're saying they're the fat. <laughs> and can drink like a motherfucker. Ah, oh, dude, they do drink like motherfuckers. Okay, here we go. Tokyo, a 33-year-old man was arrested after he opened the emergency door and jumped from a Philippine airline. <clears throat> According to police, the suspect identified as Hirokatsu Tachihara got out of his seat and opened the emergency exit door as Flight 434 was approaching the terminal at around 1.30 p.m. Saturday, Fuji TV reported. Police said he jumped about four fucking meters from the tarmac. Down yeah. to the tarmac? That's fucking far, dude. Four meters is like, fucking tall, dude. It's like a two-story building. Yeah, dude. And ran... Oh, then get this. He, all right, he jumped about four meters to the tarmac and ran for about 150 meters before he was apprehended by security guards. <laughs> The flight had just arrived from Cebu. So basically, this flight was coming from uh, the Philippines. From, from Cebu, where uh, our boy Sig used to live. Now I think he's down in Manila, but... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So this is pretty fucking crazy. So this guy's on an airplane for fucking five hours and shit. The plane comes to like land and stuff like that. And the guy's like, well, fuck, waiting for all these assholes. I'm getting off first. 
opens the door and jumps out. Now, fucking, I, we've all flown for fucking like, like many, many hours and shit. Like fucking, yeah. where you just, you just can't take it anymore. Where you just, you're just like, I can't wait to fucking land. I can't wait to get out of this fucking airplane. I just, I really want to get out of this fucking airplane and shit. And this is exactly what this motherfucker was thinking, right? So this guy's like, fuck this place and shit. And he's got to get out of there and he gets out of there and shit. Now, there's a million reasons why he did this. But none are fucking listed in this fucking story. So I think that you and I should come up with a reason why he had to get out of this fucking airplane I got so goddamn idea, fast. Johnny. Okay, why? Nicotine is a motherfucker. Dude, I was just going to say that. He's fucking just white knuckling it, man. He needs a smoke, dude. He's a smoke. I mean, he would suck a dick if it had nicotine on it right now. He doesn't give a fuck. And they land, and he's like, now's my chance. I'm going to fucking pop the... And maybe, you know, like in the movies and stuff, sometimes they open that emergency exit and like that funny slide flies out. Mm-hmm. Inflatable slide. Oh, yeah, yeah, the, the banana slide. Yeah, the banana slide, right? He probably fucking flings that door open and he's like, I'm just going to smoke down this banana slide. <laughs> Jumps out, fucking no banana slide, dude. Oh, dude, that poor fucking bastard, dude. But he was able to run for 150 meters after that, dude. So That's pretty good. That's pretty good on twisted ankles. <laughs> not fucking bad, dude. Now, okay, there's probably that, right? Maybe nicotine. Another thing would probably be, let's see. Okay, it's coming from the Philippines. So in the Philippine, Filipino food's really spicy, right? So maybe yeah, fucking yeah, on the airplane and shit, they're serving fucking like, like tainted like Filipino food that's really spicy and shit, right? So the guy's <laughs> sitting there and stuff, and everybody starts like simultaneously kind of having gas, dude. Silent but deadlies every fuck where. <laughs> It sounds like the fucking fat boys are fucking rapping and shit in the 80s, dude. It's fucking blowing up in that fucking airplane, dude. And they start, oh, dude, beatboxing in their pants, dude. So this guy's like, fuck this shit, dude. He fucking runs up to the door and shit. He opens the door and stuff to get out and shit, dude. And he fucking runs. He's just like, I got to get away from this plane. And he runs away and fucking gets busted. Now, that's number two, right? But number three is even fucking worse, right? Now, fucking, we've all had daydreams and fucking night dreams or whatever and stuff at the fucking Mile High Club, right? Now... This guy gets on the airplane coming from the Philippines, right? And he's sitting next to this beautiful girl and stuff, right? And he's like, Uh Mile High Club, Mile High Club, right? And he starts drinking, talking to this chick and stuff like that. And one thing leads to another. Like, he puts his hand on the thigh and shit. And she puts her hand on his thigh and stuff, you know? And before we know it and stuff like that, they start kissing. And they go to the bathroom and boom. Mile High Club, dude. This guy gets the groove on, right? He's fucking, he does his business and he rocks it, dude. He goes to town, right? So then he goes back to his seat, right? He sits down in his seat and he goes to sleep. Sleeps like a fucking baby, dude. And then the plane starts to land and shit. He opens up his eyes and he looks over and fucking dude looks like a lady. Dude's got a fucking mustache and shit. And the guy's like, oh my God, I thought that only happened in motherfucking Thailand and shit. Jesus Christ. Guy runs to the door, opens the door and shit and jumps the fuck out and starts running away. That's what I think. The wolf chewing its paw off, dude. Serious regret, man. Mm. Totally. So those are the only three things I could think why somebody would ever fucking just do that. Or maybe they're fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what? If, if if I could choose D, none of the above, they're just fucking, he's just fucking crazy. I think I might have to choose that, Johnny. I probably would, too, because dude looks like a lady is probably pretty bad and shit. Because who has a condom in an airplane? It's just that guy's like, now I got AIDS. <laughs> oh, this is terrible. Or, Maybe or I can run off. I can now, run off the AIDS. Just keep on running. It'll go away. Now I got twins. <laughs> Mile High Club twins. Oh, God. That sucks. Uh, dude. 
I wonder if it's uh, unhealthy to conceive in an air- You know, they say when you're in an airplane, you get as much radiation, in, more radiation than you do like standing in Fukushima in the center of the city, right? So if that's the case and you get that much, or you, maybe not in Fukushima. Wait, let me back up. I did not research that and scientifically prove that. You get more radiation taking a flight overseas than you do getting an x-ray. Oh, an x-ray. Oh, that's not that that's bad. True. Okay, so... Uh, so, so fuck, what was I saying, man? X-ray? So if you're going to, like, fuck a dude in an airplane, you're going to no, get radiation. No, no if you're going <laughs> to fuck a chick in an airplane. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Conceive a baby. Is that radiation going to fuck up that little sperm? Would it? Because it goes from your... I don't know, man. It goes from your balls to your chances of having a potato head. Well, I wouldn't risk it, dude. I would totally not risk it. Dude, then again, I mean, fucking, I'm sure if we ask, all right, Vaders, if you know anybody that was born, <laughs> or fucking, if you or any of your friends or family members were born or conceived in a fucking airplane, but let us know and tell us the story. Put it in the, the website and stuff, or send us an email. That'd be yeah, totally send, awesome. Send us a message over at uh, Cafe Japan on Facebook, people, or you can hit us up at cafejapan.com. You can email us at cafejapan at gmail, and uh, you can share all of our shit, man. Oh, dude, that'd be totally awesome. Dude, I would totally share the shit if I could. Share yeah, the shit. Share the shit, man. Um, so, anyways, this man's going to jail. How long do you think he goes to jail for, Johnny? Um, yeah, opening an emergency door of an airplane and shit, it doesn't say, but this guy is pretty much fucked, dude. Oh, man. No fly list, banned from, like, and then he's going to be banned from the Philippines, dude. He's going to go back for his next sex vacation, and he's going to arrive in Cebu, and they're going to be like, no, dude, we already know what you did last time, man, jumping on the high club, bad idea with a dude, dude. (laughs) No, dude, he's going to have to go old school and go to fucking Thailand for his sex adventures. Yeah, yeah, dude. The my Filipinos are are very Catholic, man. They are Catholic. Very, very, very Catholic. Like, what? You're not into women, man. Come on, come on. That's what they say, dude. Come on, stop busting the balls here, Taka. (laughs) Saito-san. Saito-san. Yeah, isn't it? It's supposed to be Saito-san, man. Uh, Saito-san. Well, Taka's his real name, but yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Taka. Remember, people, you can also subscribe on iTunes, and that's where you live this, uh, like, a, what, a five-star rating? Five-star. Like four, four and a half school, man. I don't mind. It's cool. And uh, leave a comment that bumps us up in the fucking rankings so we get more listeners, mm. which also helps mm. if you share with your mm. Bump it up. Mm. And, Johnny, who is our mm. sponsor? Mm. Ladies and gentlemen, our sponsor is Gamuso. Gamuso is located in Asagaya, very comfortably located just west of Shinjuku. You can go there in 10 minutes from Shinjuku Station. Come down there on this Thursday because this Thursday I'm going to have my infamous whiskey and cigar night. Come down and have a couple of cigars and have a couple of shots of whiskey with Johnny. Johnny, Johnny, Johnny. And tip me, motherfuckers. Tip me. Yeah, yeah. and I was also going to say Tanabata Festival is coming up this week and weekend as well, right? Oh, dude, yeah. Sammy Baby's yeah. got me working there, dude. Yeah, yeah. So go down to Mitsuya mm-hmm. in, on the Shotengai on the arcade south side of... Uh, fucking Asagaya Station, you can see Johnny serving up awesome-ass beers, dude. Oh, dude, Sammy's got the best beers, dude. dude he's got the be best sweet. beer. Actually, I rode by there today, mm-hmm. and I wanted to go in and buy a bunch of beer, but I'm going out of town on a fucking business trip in two days, so the beers will do me no good. They'll just, like, take up space and make me sad that I'm fucking working, man. Oh, dude, that sucks, but you can drink the beer right now. 
<laughs> I could drink the beer right now, dude. Speaking of beer, I need a beer right now, Johnny. Let's take a break. We'll be back with the top five, motherfuckers. Five. Peace. Peace. Yo, what's up, folks? There's a couple of things we love here at Gaffey to Japan, and, well, as you know, it's booze and news. But one thing we also love is art. We love art at Gaffey to Japan. And in fact, you should love art, too. So come on down to thespillthink.com, thespillthink.com. We have all your artistic needs. We've got paintings for sale, t-shirts for sale. Hells yeah, we even have a book. Come on down and check out the book. We've got videos. If you'd like to see a couple of videos on how the art is made, check it out, too. And also, thespillthink.com can also be used for commission. If you have something in mind that you want to be made, come on down to thespillthink.com and have it made for you. Thespillthink.com. Making art, producing art for all your artistic needs. Spilting.com. Am I going to say it again? Fuck yeah, I'll say it again. Spilting.com. I'll even spill it. T-H-E-S-P-I-L-T-I-N-K.com. Spilting.com. It's a good song, isn't it? Yo, what's up, Faders? Welcome to the second half of Got Fitted Japan. I'm still Chani. And I'm still Shank. And as you find Faders know, Got Fitted Japan has the second half, which is the top five. And the top five are the five stories, which are pretty fucking cool, but not as cool as their first two. So, number five. Digital age robber foiled by analog elderly woman. Ooh, it sounds like the beginning of a great movie. It's a... <laughs> It's, it's kind of like Death Race 2000, but the star is like one elderly woman. Oh, dude. Like, what that's, was it? That's Steven Seagal, but the Sylvester Stallone movie, like, Stop or My Mom Will Shoot or some shit. <laughs> hey, that old lady I from thought fucking... you were going to say Cobra, but you said Stop or My Mom Will Shoot. <laughs> dude, all right, Cobra's one of my favorite movies, but fucking no, no, this is this one of the, this one, this, uh, the bad Steven Seagal movies. I remember movies. that, the gray-haired lady. Was she really that old, or was she wearing a wig pretending to be that old? No, she was... hair looked fucking suspicious, dude. No, 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 that's, that's one of the ladies from the Golden Girls and shit, dude. She was like the mother... That she, she was, was Rose. The, no, she, she was Rose. Rose. Was she Rose? Holy shit, my Golden Girls trivia sucks. Dude, which Golden Girl did you think was the hottest? Dude, of course Blanche. I mean, how could you not? She's She digs dick, dude. I know it for a fact because she talked about every episode in some weird kind of like uh, puzzle and stuff. And I was like eight years old. Like, I think she's talking about dick. <laughs> Mom, what's a cock bubble? I just saw it on TV or some shit. dude yeah yeah. how about you me oh definitely the short one dude the old one oh man you know she wouldn't complain (laughs) should we restart the show no i I, I think we should just move on dude um okay what started off as a basic robbery attempt turned into a mortifying experience for a wannabe robber in fukuoka prefecture um, it seems that on July 29th, a little past 4 p.m., uh, an approximately 170 centimeter tall man wearing a black knitted hat and a white face mask walked into an undisclosed convenience store in Kawasaki. Okay, so get remember this, Johnny. Got black it. knitted hat, white face mask. See, already this guy's up to trouble because nobody wears a knitted hat or a face mask in this kind of fucking heat. July 29th, dude, his face would melt off, dude. He'd look like that fucking bear victim. 
oh, dude, he's probably talking like Chewbacca if he could talk. So fucking hot in this motherfucker. (laughs) So, basically, dude, um, this guy walks into the shop. So I'm trying to summarize because this article sucks balls. Okay, the shop... Hmm. So the robber comes face-to-face with the shop worker who is none other than the branch's manager, a 70-year-old woman whose eyesight was poor due to advanced age. Jesus. The the criminal held up his smartphone, which on which it was written, I am a robber, along with several other lines of small text <laughs> or something. The 70-year-old woman whose eyesight was like really shitty couldn't read it, so she took a quick look at the smartphone screen but couldn't make out the digital words, which led to an awkward standoff where she apparently didn't even realize her store was being robbed. She's like, what the fuck, Rob? What are you doing here? I, I never even met you before, but thank you for calling me. <laughs> Rob? Rob? Are you Japanese? <laughs> um, well, so basically then it became this like weird tense situation in which the robber finally snapped and whipped out a knife saying, give me your money. Um, the woman replied that we don't have any money here. Um, the guy ends up freaking out and bolts out of the store and uh, has yet to be found. See, at first it seemed like a genius plan, dude. This guy probably like plotted it out and shit like that. He's like, all right, cool. I'm going to go to the local place and shit. I'm going to fucking disguise myself. Nobody's going to know who I am and shit because I'm not going to use my voice or anything like that. Shows up and shit, and the wrong lady's there, dude. Wait, so he threw out the knife and shit, like he showed his blade, and she just, she, she stood her ground? Well, basically, yeah, basically, because the, there, what I think is that happened is, like, there's some miscommunication, she can't read the phone, he's like, well, fuck it, just give me the money, and he pulls out a knife. And then she's like, we don't have any money. Like, what are you talking about? It's a convenience store. You know how convenience stores work. Actually, you don't. Actually, maybe you do, but... I think they have shitloads of money, dude. Have you ever seen an empty convenience store at 8 o'clock at night? I was just going to say, they don't have money. They lock up in the safe. But just like last week, I was at a convenience store over by the skate spot. I go to a Nakano. Mm -hmm. And there was a box of money on the fucking counter with no one standing around it. Whoa. Just like a box of money on the fucking counter. And the chick was like counting it or doing something with it. And then I went up to the counter and she just walked over to me like two like registers down. Like, and I looked over and I'm like, oh fuck, there's a big box of money right there, man. Oh, dude. Yeah, yeah, that, that that's tempting and shit. But then karma kicks in. You're like, oh, fuck it, dude. But- well, you know, like, just like in this situation, every place has fucking cameras. That's how they know this. And when you walk out the convenience store, there's even, like, uh, things on the doors that show what your height is. Mm-hmm. So, like, you can... Next time you go to a convenience store, Johnny, you see how tall you are. Oh, no, no, no. It's embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's embarrassing. Dude, all right, you know what? I think that fucking Family Mart or 7-Eleven or whoever this, uh, whatever this fucking, like, convenience store is, is a fucking genius, dude. You know what they do? They put in fucking elderly people to run these places <laughs> late at night because these people are like, they're like, you know what? Uh, I am going to die in five days. <laughs> five fucking days. Stab me in the chest. Get it over with. <laughs> I am giving the money. Fuck you. <laughs> Stab me in the... I, give me the... I cut myself anyway. Cut me, cut me, cut me. She doesn't give a fuck, dude. She goes, get the fuck out of here, dude. Fucking... This convenience store is fucking awesome, dude. I fucking... Hands down. I'm going to start shopping there, dude. I'm like, dude, these guys know how to fucking do security. Yes. Number... Four. Arrest warrant issued for friend of man 
who dies after falling out of car. Hmm. Now this is Death Race 2000, man. Or Cherry 2000. Kumamoto Prefectural Police have issued an arrest warrant for a 41-year-old man who allegedly killed his friend by pushing him out of the car while driving on a highway. So, Johnny, we disagree sometimes, right? Uh, sometimes. You know, once in a while we'll be chatting and you'll be like, you're like, no, like titties are better. I'll be like, no, booty's better, man. And then <laughs> I'm an ass man, motherfucker. <laughs> and, uh, you know, at the end of the day, you know, I've never pushed you out of a moving car. Well, no, not yet. Besides, we don't have cars. Yeah, we don't. You might push me off your skateboard. I can't even push you out of a taxi because you can't open the doors from the fucking inside. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, dude, there's no way you can kill me in a car. No, no. I mean, it's maximum overdrive. We roll down halfway, so I'd have to try to stuff your heavy body out of half of a fucking like roll down window. That's pretty hard work, dude. Dude, well, fucking okay. Think about this though. Even if you are the driver and you're driving and you're fucking getting in an argument with your friend and you're going like 80 miles down the road and shit, it's still pretty fucking hard to fucking like keep your eyes on the wheel, on the road, open the door that's next to the fucking like a passenger and then kick him off the, out of the fucking car, dude. That's, that's that some skill. That's talented. That's why in what was that uh, Rodriguez film, The Death? Death uh, Rush? Oh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Grindhouse, you know, the Grindhouse one? Yeah, 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 the Grindhouse. Like, that's why he killed the bitch in the car, you know? He's all driving around, he has a seatbelt on, she's flying around getting all fucked up, she, like, loses her fucking teeth and stuff, because it's really hard to open a door and kick someone out of a car. Mm, yeah, dude, it's fucking impossible. Well, I guess it's not impossible, obviously, but fucking, yeah, that's gotta be really fucking difficult. Yeah, yeah, I think so, man. This guy's got some ninja skills, dude. It's got some ninja skills, dude. Uh, sorry, man. Well, fuck it. Number three? Really quickly. According mm. to police, the incident occurred just before 9 p.m. on July 29th. Um, while returning home from a night out drinking with a few of his friends, Kunihiko Sakakibara, 38, fell out of the passenger seat and died on the highway in Ozu, Kumamoto Prefecture. Um, investigators said they received numerous 110 or Hyakutoban 911 calls that night reporting two individuals getting into a big fight on the road where the accident happened. Oh shit, dude. This must have been like Thunderdome kind of shit. They're in the car, the car's spinning out of control and shit. These guys are fucking. Fist, feet, fucking who knows what's going into the air and shit within the car. Something like that. Police later questioned the friends with whom Sakakibara had been riding at the time and learned that Sakakibara had been assaulted and pushed out of the car by one of the other passengers. So this is, maybe it's not the driver, Johnny. Maybe there's like four guys or five guys in the car, you know, coming down the highway. Mm -hmm. And then what happens? Well, fucking dude fucking falls out the car. You know what? I'm taking it back, dude. You know what probably happened? What? Same thing with the airplane, dude. Fucking, they're at the izakaya eating spicy food and shit, dude. <laughs> it's fucking tainted and shit. All of a sudden, they're all driving in the car and stuff like that. And the guy that ate the most spicy food, fucking this guy that fucking bit it and shit, he's fucking yeah. letting his ass fly like his asshole's chewing bubble gum. Oh, dude, it's fucking going crazy in that car and shit. And these guys just can't take it, dude. They fucking open up the door and kick his ass out. But they forgot to realize that they're actually driving. Poor bastard. That isn't so bad. Number three. 
Some 30 minutes... Oh, three abandoned tombstones piling up. What? Abandoned tombstones piling up across Japan in shadow of rapidly aging population. Whoa. I think, did you read this earlier? No, I didn't. Indulge yeah, so, me. Because we, we didn't prep so much. Sorry, man. We didn't prep so much before the show, so I was going to talk about this. But So abandoned tombstones piling up across Japan. Wait, what does this mean, piling up? Okay, some 30 minutes by car from J.R. Takamatsu Station in Kagawa Prefecture, a lonely site on the side of a mountain is where abandoned tombstones go for their final resting place. Um, This one hectare cemetery of tombs maintains 10,000 monuments on on large concrete platforms. So you know, you've been to a Japanese cemetery before, Johnny, of course. I live by one, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's like huge tombstones, right? Mm-hmm. So now we have an aging population, shrinking population. There's not enough kids and like previous generations to look after the graves of all their dead grandparents. So basically, it's just turning into like really old, like kind of like grave, like graveyards, right? Like the creepy ones, right? Well, it's what they basically do is uh, people in Japan are cremated, right? Yeah. So you get cremated, you get your ashes and remains put at a gravestone. The gravestone is usually taller than it is long because you don't have six feet of dead body underneath it, right? But they have like six or seven bodies in there, like uh, family members, right? Yeah, because it's just ashes, right? But mm-hmm. when they when your lineage stops, there's no one there to take care of it. And because you're not paying rent on your fucking gravestone, then you get eventually ejected. What the fuck? No so, way. If you don't get ejected, then maybe you have like uh maybe it's like you're the great great grandchild and you're like, I didn't even know that dude. I'm not paying for that shit anymore, man. You gotta pay get- rent on a fucking grave do we have to do that in the States? You know, there are buy plots, there's lease plots, they have some plots that I think there's different options in the States, man. Fuck that dude. Cremate me, throw me off the Golden Gate Bridge, I'll be happy. Dude, yeah, so in this case, it's like one gravesite of just thousands of gravestones, man. Didn't you go to that weird temple and you saw on those, like, lines of dead bodies of in ashes, like urns full of ashes, right? Oh, that was the best moment of my life, dude. <laughs> Fucking, oh my god, dude, that was, dude, alright, I've seen some crazy shit, I've been through some weirdo shit and stuff, but that was the ultimate David Lynch moment in my fucking life, dude, being up there and shit, seeing all those urns and stuff, and that that, that red velvet fucking carpet and shit with the fucking monk and my wife and my uh, mother-in-law, Yeah, that was awesome, dude, dude that was that, that must be awesome. what it would be like to go here, because you're at, like, all, in you know, each headstone or, like, gravestone is mm. intricate intricately like carved and stuff you know like oh, yeah. it just has the name on it but a lot of times they have designs and other stuff it's and they're art. just piles of them dude piles upon piles you could probably go out there with like some charcoal paper or something like that mm-hmm. and like take like rubbings of them put them together make a book sell a million copies dude that is a fucking genius idea holy yeah, shit dude that or fucking just steal them and sell them on the black market or some shit <laughs> yeah right Dude, did we talk about McDonald's last week? We no, I never talk about McDonald's. No, we didn't. Number two. Number two <laughs> unveils tofu nuggets after China meat scandal. So I think we did talk about this meat scandal. All that rotten meat that got like uh, in Shanghai. There was all this rotten meat that was being shipped to J- Japanese uh, McDonald's outlets for their chicken nuggets. So what Japan did was set up a countermeasure as you do in a you know organized society and uh 
They swapped out chicken for fucking tofu, man. You know what? A tofu nugget might not be that bad. I mean, I'm not really into all that hippie shit or anything <sighs> like that, but tofu, some tofu, like some of that thick, heavy tofu and shit, it's got a lot of flavor and shit, you know? You so know, if it's a thick, heavy tofu, yeah, maybe, but we're talking about mass-produced tofu nuggets, man. Uh, McDonald's? Yeah, I'm not right. sure, dude. McDonald's restaurants in Japan are turning to time-honored Asian soul food, tofu, as the chain scrambles to minimize the damage from an embarrassing tainted meat scandal in China. I like how they say embarrassing. It was blue fucking meat, dude. That's not embarrassing. Blue? It's fucking criminal. Jesus Christ, dude. Oh, dude, did we do this story last week? I can't remember. Dude, the fast food giants, more than 3,000 restaurants in Japan on Wednesday, start selling tofu shinjo nuggets modeled on the traditional side of, like, tofu shit for uh, two, four, about $2.40, like 249 yen. Um, customer, uh, let's see, the rollout comes days after the firm said that the Japanese restaurants had stopped sourcing poultry products from a nugget supplier in Shanghai mm. in response to a scandal that saw expired meat sold to the fast food giant. And remember, it wasn't just expired purple and blue and green meat, but I saw a dude picking up that pink slime off the floor with his fucking bare hands, dude. Why are you telling me this, dude? Dude, never I, I, eat McDonald's again, dude. No. Never eat McDonald's. Never eat McDonald's again. Okay, that's going to be my next coffee, tattoo. though. It's pretty okay. It's only a, it's a fucking 100 yen, dude. Why not? Actually, you know what? The coffee there actually really isn't that bad and stuff. Yeah, it is 100 yen. It tastes yen. a little bit burnt, but it's like you get a healthy size cup, 100 yen. And you, and you do I'm get like, a free I mean, refill. I'm not going to shit on them all day because once in a while I need a fucking cup of coffee and it's the only thing around, man. Oh, dude, but that's so fucked up about the Chicken McNuggets because Chicken McNuggets are fucking awesome. Okay, okay. so you know what my thing is? is I hate fucking McDonald's. I don't eat there, but once in a while... Actually, I do eat there. Once in a while. I, I When I was a kid, I loved getting a filet of fish mm-hmm. with the fucking small fries, and you put all the fries on the fucking filet of fish, and you fucking eat it. Oh, shit. And I don't give a, a fuck who you are, dude. It's fucking delicious, dude. It's awesome and it's delicious. I know that fish isn't like an awesome deep sea fish. It's some weird retarded catfish from Indonesia. Like, I know that. But uh, it's delicious. And you know what? If you research any kind of food and shit, I think all the food we have anywhere we go and stuff is going to be fucked up one way or another and shit. If it's too much salt or it's fucking a little bit of fucking pollution or if it's rotted meat and shit, no matter what, dude, if you go to... All right, the only time you're ever going to get fucking like 100% pure food is if you're growing it in your backyard and shit. But we live in Japan, so our fucking backyards are kind of polluted anyway, but and, still. and my fucking backyard vegetables and fucking herbs and shit got all fucked up by a goddamn Japanese civet that looks like a goddamn... And it's not eating coffee. It's not shitting me $100 fucking... A pound fucking beans or something like that. It's not doing anything for me, dude. It's killing our garden and it's fat and it looks kind of like a cat or a possum or something. It's fucked up animal, Johnny. Very frightening. You should definitely be feeding a coffee, dude, and selling that shit for a hundred dollars, dude. That'd be fucking I'm, awesome. I'm wondering if I should get a blow dart gun and fucking put some like poison on not poison. Sleeping powder on the end of a Yeah, you don't want to poison that. I think you go to jail for that shit. Dude, I think you go to jail and plus then what are you gonna do with the dead body? You can't just flush that down the toilet, dude. You can't, but you could definitely make a nice coat, dude. Mink coats go for fucking a lot of money, dude. I'm serious. But yeah, dude, fucking, if you can feed us some coffee beans and shit, I'll buy this shit from you and sell it on fucking eBay, dude. Number one. 
Number fucking one, dude. I'm sorry. I got to get to this dude. He's so epic, man. This guy's good. Downfall of Kanagawa, assemblyman hooked on Dapo drugs for sex. Oh, another politician. Wait, was he crying when he got busted? Did you see the guitar one I posted? Yeah, the guitar one was fucking classic. The guitar dude. one's really good, man. That one's good. There's a violin one that's fucking awesome, man. Dude, I want to fucking sample his voice and then like put it into my computer where like every key I hit is like a different tone of him crying. And I'm going to play <laughs> fucking like Inigata Vita, dude. So you have your like a Blade Runner soundboard, you have your Arnold Schwarzenegger soundboard, and then you have crying Japanese politician soundboard. Oh, God, and dude, he got busted. I think he's going to jail. That poor bastard, dude. Because if you're a crybaby on TV, dude, he's gonna get so fucking butt fucked in prison, dude. It's gonna be crazy. And in Japan, they don't even do that, but fucking he will because he's the crybaby. <laughs> we're making. Ex- I'm not. You know, we usually don't do this, but we're making an exception this time. Bend cry, it. bitch, Just cry bend. like a baby. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So it's a little confusing. Downfall of Kanagawa Assemblyman hooked on Dapo or loophole drugs for sex. Um, so basically, it's uh, okay. On July 16th, Kanagawa Prefectural Police arrested Koichi Yokoyama, a former Liberal Democratic Party member of the Kanagawa Prefectural Assembly Mm. for allegedly possessing stimulant drugs at his apartment. Um, So the LDP, the Liberal Democratic Party, is not, don't be fooled by the name. They're not Democratic. They're not close to Democrats. They're not liberals. There's nothing liberal Democratic about them. They're basically, they're like the Republicans of Japan. So he was a member of this party, and he was arrested for stimulant possession. Um, officers charged Yokoyama 41 with violating the Pharmaceutical Affairs Act, the end of the line for a member of a distinguished family hooked on drugs he used during sex. Oh, man, sex drugs, dude. Like in the fucking like 80s and 70s and shit, like uh, the, the, the gay scene, they used to do those poppers and shit and put them on like bandanas. And fucking, dude, maybe this is the same thing, but it's fucking updated. Well, I I remember when I was a kid, I was 10 when the Beastie Boys came out. Don't calculate that, motherfuckers. You don't need to. Um, And when they came out, they were talking about Spanish Fly in their songs. And I knew when I was 10 years old that it must have been some sort of a medicine. Oh, I couldn't understand what kind of medicine it was, you know? Oh, dude, I thought you were going to say Cookie Puss instead, though. <laughs> yeah, Cookie Puss. Cookie Puss. puss. Um, so, uh, anyways, he was arrested. On June 26th, he was with a mistress and a hostess at a love hotel in Yokohama. What's the difference between a mistress and a hostess? Okay, so married? the mistress is his girlfriend on the side, away from the wifey wife. Mm-hmm. A hostess is just the girl that's working at the Kabakura. And, uh, you know, down at the club that he regularly goes to to shout out. Mm, so it's basically like like a, a girlfriend and a prostitute. <laughs> this well, guy's fucked. Maybe he just wanted to chat her up. Maybe, he want, maybe his girlfriend sucks at conversation. And his mistress, I'm sorry. She has no fucking conversational skills. He wants to bang his mistress and have a good conversation at the same time. 
Possibly. I mean, that makes sense, especially when he's high on speed, dude. There's no way he's going to stop talking. <laughs> he like, can't hey, concentrate like sports, on one thing at a time. He's like, How about politics? Do you like politics? Oh, my God. China? We got all these islands in China. Do you know about islands? If you have been in Hawaii, he's like not even making sense, but he's just talking so fast, you know? <laughs> the ex-assembly man became agitated after using the loophole drug, the doppel, which he typically con- which typically is... Uh, contains uh, its organic herbs mixed with quasi-legal substances, which chemical structure is similar to a drug that has been deemed in violation of the law. The drugs uh, make people hallucinate, give you a euphoric effect. They're like uh, chemically, you know, we talked about the spice stuff, you know what it is. Yeah. Um, so, sensing trouble, the hostess then called the police. Oh, because obviously, oh, the mistress isn't going to call the cops, right? No way. So, the hostess is like, what the fuck kind of wobbly H I get myself into this time? <laughs> oh my god. These guys are poking holes in their fucking arms in this fucking like like radiator fucking drive. <laughs> fuck this shit. Oh shit. Um police subsequently searched his apartment and found illegal substances containing uh, inside more than ten kinds of drugs. Oh shit. Ten kinds of spice. Johnny, I understand, like, okay, you're out for the night, you're wasted, someone likes like, I gotta join you the spice you wanna hit, and then you take a hit of it. I could understand that. But having ten Downward kinds spiral. Spice, this guy is a spice junkie. Dude, well, I mean shit, dude. Fucking I mean, there he is, he's a politician, he's got all this shit he's gotta think about and work with and stuff. He's in Kanagawa. Kanagawa's got fucking no, actually, you know, he doesn't have that much stress here in Japan, huh? <laughs> <laughs> well, what is he going to do? What do politicians do here? <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. Like, Well, during the investigation, Johnny, hmm. three or four other mistresses surfaced, and they all oh, said that he had a habit of mixing drugs and sex. Damn, dude, this guy is a freak, a super <laughs> freak. Oh, he's, man. He's got ten kinds of spice in, like, a little, like, little tackle box or something, all separated, so they look all like, and he's like, yeah, this is the blue moon, this is the wild Indian, this is the <laughs> crazy kamikaze, and he's, like, just going down, he's like, oh, no, just try out a little bit, try out a little bit. He's smoking joint after joint of this fucking spice, <laughs> starts to freak out. <laughs> Dude, okay, you know what? I think, dude, all right, right now, fucking, like, that Toronto is totally experiencing the same kind of situation. Actually, they're, they're kind of experiencing, like, Rob kind of, like, the Ford? aftermath. Yeah, dude. This Rob. guy is the Rob Ford of fucking Kanagawa, dude. This guy is probably so fucking awesome. He's running around, starting fights and shit with pimps <laughs> and stuff, running down the street with his fucking shirt off and shit. Hey, that's our mayor. That's what he does and shit. I think that's pretty fucking <laughs> awesome, dude. All I want to see, I want to see a list of all the laws that he's passed and fucking like declined on and shit in the last fucking like, like six months. They're like sticking your head out of sunroof is okay. <laughs> <laughs> so that's I guess a- it's okay to be naked in the street on Sunday morning. Awesome, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> New law, ah, dude. Why not? Because you know you do, you do. What can you do? Yeah. What can you do on Sunday morning? You're still yeah. fucked up. Yeah, as one does, right? Dude, so, at any rate, okay, so he was arrested. Uh, he had four other mistresses. Yokoyama is married, but due to problems with his wife, he had been engaging in extramarital sex. He told police he started using loophole drugs in earnest last spring. So, dude, last spring is not that long ago. It's like three months ago. So, from three months to now, he collected ten kinds of spice, got all kinds of spiced up. He's high as shit. Right around town, freaking out, and uh, 
three months it took him to fucking go all the way down the, the, the tubes, dude. You know what? He probably didn't even go down the tubes, man. He's probably the fucking, like, the, the king of his game and shit, dude. He was on fucking top of Mount Fuji and shit like that, dude. He's fucking, he's got all these fucking prostitutes and all these fucking hostesses <laughs> and shit. He's doing fucking, like, like spice off their fucking titties and assholes and shit like that. This guy does not give a fuck, right? And then this one little bitch is like, wait a second, that's not tobacco. And she turns him in. He's like, wait a second, I'm just having a gas. <laughs> dude, you have to think about this also, man. Our tax dollars, man. I pay so much tax money, man. Yeah, me tax too. money out my butt, dude. All day long, dude. All day long. All year long. And then it's going to, like, pay for this dude's, like, mistresses and, like, hostesses and hotel rooms get all spiced up? I don't think so, man. Well, you know what? I'd rather go to this guy than that little fucking bitch that was, like, fucking crying like a baby on TV and shit. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck that guy, dude. This guy's just like, hey, you know what? I got a fucking cozy job. I'm going to ride this. (laughs) You know? I can at least respect that because I'd probably do the same thing, dude. I'm like, dude, I got an easy job. I'm going to fucking have a good time. What's he need to say this next interview? His job interview. Like, what was... So, what did you do in your last job? Well, do I have a story for you, man? <laughs> you ever read the paper or the internet? <laughs> oh, shit. Remember, people, we are sponsored by... Got Faded Jim. Oh, shit. Sorry, <laughs> dude. I didn't know you were going to throw that out there. We are sponsored by Gamuso. Gamuso is comfortably located in Asagaya. Asagaya is just west of Shinjuku. And if I'm working, motherfucking tip me. So please come on down to Gamuso. And go to GotFadeJapan.com where you can donate to our show, man. If you donate a little bit, like you can donate like 5 or 10 or like 25 bucks, something like that. And, and <laughs> buy us for some booze. <laughs> Made and a wee for it. A little bit better, and also pays for hosting and whatnot. Um, also, we have T-shirts, zines, all of that. Uh, iTunes, Vimeo. What else, Johnny? Facebook. Uh, occasionally, we are on YouTube and Vimeo and stuff. And when we are there, check us out, like us, share us. If you fucking see our shit and you like it, share it, dude. Share it to your friend. Share it to your enemy. Share it to your boss. Get fired for a show, dude. That's respectable. Respectable. And with that, man, we're going to be back next week with 199. And Johnny, let's cut this motherfucker off right now. All right. Sounds good. All right, faders. Catch you on the flip side.